Thanks for listening to 15 Minutes with Fuzz. I'm your host, Fuzz Martin. For those of you keeping track at home, this is episode 19. Only five episodes so far, not including this one, have actually been 15 minutes long. I confess. Again, 15 minutes is the suggestion, not the rule, okay? It's like when I tell my wife I'm leaving the office in 15 minutes and it ends up being 29. So, you both understand at this point, when I say 15, I mean, hopefully 15. This week, I have a feeling we're going to be right at 15, but the episode is young, so let's get to it. Our conversation this week is with Lori Yar. Lori is the executive director at Enchantment in the Park. The beautiful holiday drive through light display at West Bend's Regner Park. Enchantment is a big attraction every year. There's a lot of work that goes into it, and there are a lot of people who make it happen. And without any more ado, here's Lori Yar on 15 Minutes with Fuzz. So one of the most wonderful events of the Christmas season, Enchantment in the Park in West Bend's Regner Park, is underway now through Christmas Eve. Lori... How long have you been preparing for this each year? I always want to know. Um, well, people are surprised. We start pretty much immediately after last year. Um, we do have a gentleman. His name is Gary. He uh, works in our workshop. The, the park was very uh, very nice, very generous. They gave us a workshop down at Regner Park, and we store a number of our displays in that workshop. And then Gary comes in, and and he thinks of new ideas, runs it by the board. Um, we do say say yes or no, depending on budget and need. Sure. Um, every year we drive through and try to look for open spots. Uh, it is getting full, though. We are, we are <laughs> yes. filling up, which which is a good thing because our warehouse is getting full. <laughs> so he starts pretty much building right away and get, coming up with ideas and buying lights. And then we also, um, about March time, we start retesting every light Oh, that wow, okay. we have out in the field, we test in the workshop to make sure that they they turn on. And it is amazing how many light strings we have to replace from year to year. Oh, I'm so, I'm certain. I mean, even just being a homeowner, just knowing what we got to replace on it, like these six strings that we normally have, I can only imagine. So Gary's kind of like a tinkerer. Does he does he decorate his own house too? He does, from okay. what I can tell. I don't I don't I don't go around and look at Christmas lights after this, so I don't know. <laughs> Do you decorate your own house? My husband does. Okay, all right. All right. I, just, uh, I was curious if it was like the cobbler that doesn't have shoes. No, you know, like. no, nope, nope. I don't have any interest in <laughs> I'm more of a delegator, not the doer. So <laughs> Sure, sure. So the planning for the next year. I know you guys introduced like a lot of different uh, cool things set the music and light displays. And this year you guys have, is it a, you've got a new attraction, right? The, we've got, we've got, I think three or four new attractions. We have a, a, a large theater light type structure, sing, sing, sing. Uh, we've always had trouble kind of designating where our entertainment building is. So these are four feet tall, lit up with theater lights. So that's a great addition. Uh, Gary built a, um, he wanted a starlit display and he came up with the design so it's hidden in there somewhere so if you want to go and look for it it's teal which is different so (laughs) So you got to look for that and then our newest well then we had slinger skills usa they built us our old uh, 1900s um, buildings were really getting old hard to put up hard to take down um, so they, it's the high school group. They built us three new buildings. They're absolutely beautiful. Awesome. So you, you want to see that. And then we have a new depot that a general contractor built for us that turned out awesome. 
Very excited about that. But our new, new, new addition is our 60-foot RGB tree. Um, we had our old tree. It was 40 feet tall. Mm-hmm. You could see it from Park Avenue. You could see it from everywhere. And it was getting old. It was getting hard for our volunteers to put up. We didn't really trust it. So we said, yep, let's design a new one. And, and of course, you know, you don't, we don't go small. We always <laughs> go big. So we decided on a 60-foot tree that was engineered in Texas. Okay. And we do believe it's the tallest RGB tree in Wisconsin. So it will awesome. be something to see. So before you could see it from Park Avenue, and now you can see it from Holy Hill. Probably, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, so in Chapman in the Park, you talk about the planning, but the actual setup. How long does that take to set up and then even take down at the end of the year? We, t- we start the first weekend in October unloading our trucks. We have um, we have our warehouse, but we also have to bring in three trailer truck loads of okay. stuff. Um, those come off the trailers on that weekend. The next weekend, we have our major setup, um, and we have about 250, 300 people out there on that first Saturday. We do have 35-plus groups that help us set up okay. um, and take down. So um, we share in our profits with those groups. So they come in, we give them a little area. And there's a lot of groups that have been with us now for the last three or four years. So they know what to do. They, they're like, where's our stuff? You sure, know, we sure, want to yeah. go put it up. Yeah. Um, so they put it up, they plug it in, they do all that. And then for the next bunch of weeks, we, set, we um, make sure everything's working. We add the little stuff in between. We um, make sure the music and the sound is all going on. So it's it, it's a process. I'm still out there today putting things out. So it's sure. a process. No, definitely. And so over the whole event, you you have how many volunteers? Total? Um, we're up up to about 800 volunteers wow, okay. for the setup, takedown, and the operation of the event. West Bend is West, not even West Bend. Washington County is just phenomenal with the amount of volunteer power we have. Yeah, definitely. I, mm-hmm. I, I've seen it around here, and uh, the the resources that we have are great, and we're, we're blessed to have that in our community. Yeah. Over the 13 years that Enchantment in the Park has been in operation, you guys have brought in hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of food donations and thousands of dollars in cash donations. Who is served by those donations? You kind of touched on the volunteers and those volunteer organizations, but can you give some insight on that? Well, just as an example of the volunteer organizations, it's anywhere from a theater group, a Boy Scout group, mm-hmm. soccer leagues, baseball. A lot of, we have a lot of baseball groups that come and help us out. You know, they have to sell an awful lot of pizzas yeah. to make what we're giving them. Great. And this gets the kids involved in it, you know. They're coming out, parents and kids all at one time. And um, we have the local dance group and they bring a hundred, hundred, between a hundred parents and, and kids all together. So, and then we feed them. So a oh, lot good, of good. pizzas that day, <laughs> which yes. is fun. But yeah. yeah, no, so it's really fun to see. And it's just, it's fun giving, you know, we, we take in money, but then we also give it, we give it a great amount of it back to the community. Right. And it, it takes uh, a lot of money, I'm sure, to make this go. And mm-hmm. I see, I mean, you guys have a ton of great sponsors. And mm-hmm. when you get to Enchantment in the Park, there's not a fee, but there's a re, uh, suggested donation, right? Uh, yeah, suggested donation of $10 or a big bag of food, or okay. even the best thing is a big bag of food and a $10 donation. Sure. That, then it's serving the food food pantries and it's also serving our organization, which we give a lot back out to the community. Yeah, certainly. And which uh, food pantries, a number of food pantries in the area? Um, I, uh, you know, the the uh, full shelf food pantry in West Bend is the governor of those food pantries. Okay. And I believe Jackson's involved now and Kewaskum is involved now. Um, and they have volunteers that come out nightly and 
take the food. So, you know, you'll see their truck there nightly. So it goes directly to that food pantry. Great. Um, and we do like to tell people, make sure you look at your dates on yeah. your food. You know, it doesn't do them any good if they have to take all this stuff in and throw it away. So I think look at your dates. On your website, enchantmentpark.org, I think you have a list of the types of foods that the food pantries are also looking for, right? That's correct. So, so, so yeah, check that out. I think the number that I saw there was like 25% of foods donated typically aren't uh, usable by the, the food pantry. So make sure if you go to enchantmentpark.org, look at the food pantry needs list. And before you come and before you shop, uh, take a look at that. And also, again, look at the exp- expiration dates. And we, we want to make sure that the people who are benefiting from this are getting the food that they can actually use and, and that the food pantries don't have to discard stuff. How long has this been going on now? Uh, we started in 2009. Um, the first couple of years were at the Fair Park. Mm-hmm. Um, we moved it to Regner, and it's really found its home there, So, uh, which is great because we know where everything gets plugged in, and the park has been phenomenal with yeah. allowing us the space. And it's a it's a win-win for everybody. It, it brings it down to a really cool park. Um, mm-hmm. It's warmer there because it's insulated a little bit with the trees. We yeah. have the horse and carriage, and they're able to go around the pond. So it's it's a beautiful location for enchantment in the park. Yep, and very easy to get on uh, into the park. Enter on it's on uh, Silverbrook, right? For the drive through, enter on a Silverbrook. Yeah. Yes, and we do recommend. Uh, people ask all the time: Should they drive through this? Should they walk? If you're going to walk, you're not going to see the whole show. You're only going to see about twenty five percent of it. So we su- suggest driving through, parking your car and then walking back in to get a, a cup of hot chocolate, a treat. Um, we do have marshmallows going um, over mm-hmm. fire pits on the weekends on Friday and Saturday. We have horse and carriage rides for a minimal um, amount of money on Friday and Saturday nights. We Those are pretty popular, right? So if you want to oh, get that, you want to show up early, right? Right. Show up early or just expect to dress warm, expect to stand outside and wait okay. for it. And we do have live entertainment most nights. Um, so it's going to be your local schools. We've got some hired performers. We've got, you know, all different type of performances every night. So that's fun to see. What about old Mr. Claus? <laughs> is he going to be at Enchantment in the Park this year? He is. He is. And not every night this year. Okay. Um, He'll be there December 2nd through the 5th, 9th through the 12th, and then after the 16th, all the way till the 23rd. Of course, he's not there on the 24th and we all know the reason why. Um, so he's there <laughs> from busy. five until nine. He's busy on the 24th. And then also mentioned on the 24th, we don't have the um, horse and carriage that night or the inside buildings aren't open. Then it is drive just drive through for the 24th, but sure. it is open. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. And then the Enchantment of the Park starts the Friday, uh, Black Friday, goes through Christmas Eve, right? And it's open every single day? That's correct, yes. And what time is that open? Is it very day by day? or um, Nope, five o'clock until nine o'clock every night. Okay, very good. And then how many people typically come through Enchantment of the Park? Uh, we get between 40 and 50,000 people a year. Wow. So it's a lot of people It's and it's great. Yeah. So yeah. if the weather keeps up like it is this year, we're going to have a record crowd again. So. Right. No, that's great. <laughs> if somebody wants to become a volunteer, what is the best way for them to get involved? Uh, you can just go on to the website Epic put together the website and there is an area there where you, you've got all the directors' names and emails. Email any one of those people and they'll make sure that you get a chance to volunteer. Or if you want to volunteer this year, you want to bring your family in or you just want something to do that's a little bit different and giving back to the community yourself, you can just show up at the Kiwanis building at five o'clock and we'll put you with a group that's already established and you can work 
all night long that night. Sure. So. And if, if uh, high school kids want to get their volunteer hours, is that something they can do? 100%. 100%. We have a lot of high school kids at work, and there'll be somebody there to sign your slip at the end of the night. So. Awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've got a uh, 17-year-old who's looking for volunteer hours, and I know- <laughs> Send them which, down. Which or her down. Yeah, <laughs> send her your way. Yep. The website is enchantmentpark.org. Again, enter off Silverbrook Drive, either from 33 or from North Main Street side. And if you're walking, there's a separate parking lot just north of Silverbrook on on North Main Street there and just enter from there. Correct. And we are planning on going next weekend. So should be good. And Lori, I, I this is an event that we look forward to every year. Our children look forward to every year. We make it an event with friends. Uh, even, you know, last year when things were kind of crazy, we were able to see people outside and, and hang out near the fire, but not too close. But we appreciate all the hard work that you guys put in, mm-hmm. all the things that you do to help those different organizations and those uh, food pantries throughout the area. So thank you very much. Oh, thank you. We are proud of it. It's a big undertaking, but um, <laughs> but everybody that's involved is very proud of it. Very good. All right. Well, have a great rest of the Enchantment in the Park season and in, enjoy the rest of the winter. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> think I'm on my way back down to the park right now. So. <laughs> All right. Very good. We'll All see right. you soon. Thank you. Thanks again to Lori Yar of Enchantment in the Park for joining me on this week's show. If you ever have an idea for an episode, do not hesitate to reach out. 15withfuzz at gmail.com or you can go to my website, 15withfuzz.com and fill out the form. So again, 15withfuzz at gmail.com or the website is 15withfuzz.com. You might even be on the site right now. New episodes come out every Monday at midnight. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever, whichever player you use. I prefer Good Pods. Good Pods is a free app that allows you to interact with podcast show hosts, rate episodes, see what your friends are listening to. It's like Goodreads, but for pods. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you again next week right here on 15 Minutes with Fuzz.